In the depths of quarantine, we in the sports world are stuck longingly glancing at old film from 2019. And while we glance at this film, we ask ourselves the big questions. The questions like, which second-year quarterback will be the best and who will be the worst? Pro Football Focus did this very thing earlier this week where they put out a list grading the five starting sophomore quarterbacks from best to worst. And I gotta say... That list was terrible. Tristan, how terrible was this list? It was absolutely terrible. The quarterback who won Rookie of the Year is fourth on the list. You have Drew Locke, who had the only positive record out of all these quarterbacks, is dead last on the list. Daniel Jones, who had the most touchdowns, is third on the list. And then there's Gardner Minshew leading the pack, who probably has the lowest ceiling out of all of them. I think this list lacks the ability to distinguish between ceiling, the strength of the players' teams, and overall general ability. I don't know who made this list. They need to get their eyes checked, glasses checked, computers checked, see if their film's corrupted. So, Isaiah, who do you... They're not clowns. They're the entire service. So, Isaiah, who do you think is the worst out of these five up to this point? Well, I can sadly say that I think it's Dwayne Haskins, which is tragic because I thought he was a great prospect, and to some extent he still is a great prospect. But the Redskins have a long history of not producing successful quarterbacks. Pair that with his lack of offensive help when your second best player or your best offensive player is an old Adrian Peterson who has passed his prime, you're in trouble. When your O-line is as bad as it is, you're in trouble. And when you've got a young QB with no one to throw to and a pass rush bearing down on him, you're going to be in trouble. Dwayne Haskins cannot develop in this system. And I hope that one day he's able to exit, maybe to New England, maybe to a different team, but he needs to get far away from Washington. Until he does, though, he will continue to be the worst quarterback of this class. I, mean, I have to agree with Isaiah. I think basically everyone would agree with this. I don't know how he got a 68.3 grade. He threw a touchdown for every interception he threw. He had more turnovers than he did touchdowns. I know Daniel Jones had a lot of turnovers, but he did have more touchdowns than turnovers. I know the Redskins, like Isaiah said, have no O-line. They have a ton of running backs that have torn ACLs and Terry McLaurin seems to be the only viable offensive weapon. So with not many offensive weapons, now a defensive minded head coach, I don't think that Dwayne Haskins is going to be able to develop. Like Isaiah said, the way we might've thought prior to the draft. It's a shame that New York didn't draft him over a quarterback with a lower ceiling. You feel bad for Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Daniel Jones is but a low It's just ceiling. some people's lot in life. <laughs> To be shackled <laughs> with the adversity of playing for the Washington Redskins. At my number four pick, I have the man himself, the New York phenomenon, Daniel Jones. And this is no slight to Daniel Jones, although I will slight Daniel Jones. Oh my. The quarterbacks above him are just better. And of everyone I look at, Drew Locke didn't have a good situation. Gardner Minshew, of all these people, had the worst offensive line, which is amazing considering the competition he was going up against. I think he's better. And there's Kyler Murray, who's just obviously better due to mobility and uh, upside. And pair that with the offensive weapon he just got in Hopkins. He will definitely have a better year. Daniel Jones will not be able to perform. Yet again, they're signing rookie offensive linemen in an attempt to fix the holes in their offense. That's not going to result in any more success than it did last year. It's going to result in about as much success as Nate Soldier's for agency signing. Did. You Pair that with the fact Daniel Jones has a bad habit of fumbling. Led all these guys in fumbles. He's got butterfingers. He lubes up his hands so he can more accurately throw the ball downfield. And I think he has a meaningful potential to just break 18 fumbles like he had this year again. 
a very poor performance. Isaiah is, in fact, a clown. He is the entire circus. There's no way you can have him at four. Drew Locke, who you said wasn't a good situation, actually wasn't a very good situation. He probably had the best receiving threat out of all the quarterbacks on this list. He had Cortland Sutton, who was balling out, had 1,100 yards, and was playing for Joe Flacco for much of the season. If you look at the other uh, players' receivers, Daniel Jones, he did have Evan Ingram, but Evan Ingram only played six games. Uh, Sterling Shepard missed like five games. Kyler Murray did have, what's his name, Christian Kirk, who's pretty good. He does have Larry Fitz. But Cortland mm. Sutton was the best receiving talent, and the the Broncos probably have the best defense out of all these teams. So to say that all of Drew... How does a defense affect your offensive stats? It helps your winning record. make you drastically different. I mean, oh, I, I have Drew Locke at fourth because it's a very small sample size. He had Cortland Sutton, who's probably the best receiver from these five different teams. And it's too early to say if he's going to be better than the other quarterbacks because he only played five games. I'm taking him on upside above Daniel Jones. He is my three pick for some of the reasons. Like, he's got a good wide receiving threat. He's got Phillip Lindsay who is so-so in the and run Melvin game, Gordon. but I think can be effective in the pass. Melvin Gordon it was a recent acquisition. Like, looking forward, he'll have a better position. But I also have to look at the fact, even if the teams he played weren't that great pass-wise, the first game he ever played was against the Chargers, one of the best pass defenses in the NFL, allowed, I think, the fifth-fewest yards passing by any team and he won that game. Didn't have a bunch of yards, but he won the game against a good defense. He beat the Houston Texans. He beat real teams. His only loss as a starter was the Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions. And based off winning and pretty much nothing else, his stats are somewhat impressive, but nothing compared to the other guys. But he is a winner. He is capable of being a game manager, and he's capable of making big throws when the time comes. He had a few big drives late in those games to put them ahead of teams like the Texans, to edge them out over some of their stiffer competition. I think Locke probably is the lowest ceiling out of everyone we've listed here, but right now I think his Didn't floor you just say is he higher has than more... everyone else. Oh, he you said a higher looks... floor. I thought you said he had more potential than Daniel Jones. He has a higher floor than everyone else. His ceiling, probably not as high as Jones, probably not as high as Kyler Murray, definitely not as high as Haskins, and we'll get to my thoughts on Minshew later. But I think Locke's ability to be consistent, he will be Alex Smith if you put him in the right I system. I think, I think he's he more potential. In that I think he's more potential than he is high floor, in my opinion. Because with the crazy arm talent and all that, I think he may have more potential than a lot of other guys. I would rather have the mobility and arm talent of some other guys. Like, I'd rather have Haskins' arm talent. I'd rather have Jones' arm talent. I'd rather have Kyler Murray's arm talent, which is very underrated because of the offensive system he plays in. And then there's Gardner Minshew, who is just now, Gardner I don't wanna Minshew. Ar- I don't want to argue against my own point because it's kind of being idiotic. But with Drew Locke, he was reg- his arm strength is what they touted most coming out of the draft and why he was such a high prospect. I know, but I watched the film, and he didn't have a bunch of, oh, wow, plays. He played very well in his system. He threw checkdowns. He threw slants. He played like Drew Brees in that way. And, you know, all right, whatever. We'll, we'll move on from him. Anyway, at number three, I've got someone who's more of a checkdown wizard in Gardner Minshew. He easily had statistically the best year out of any of these QBs, but he's also a few years older than Kyler Murray, a year older than the other three, and I think he is much more close to this ceiling. I feel like he's probably the he was the most pro ready and performed on what was a playoff roster the year before. He had the second lowest 
completion percentage out of all his peers while still putting up. It was not a playoff roster the year before. Was that not the year they went to the playoffs? No, that was no. not. That is two, two years, years removed. Still, I mean, he still was playing on what was supposed to be a decent roster. They brought Nick Foles in to contend. My apologies on getting that wrong. Uh, uh, what I was saying, he had the lowest completion, uh, second lowest completion percentage out of all these five. And I think he's still going to have a very successful career, but it'll be as a game manager, very much like Alex Smith. And he will still make some plays, in my opinion. But being on the Jags, how long how long will your career last? How much success you'll have? The world, it would, time will only tell. How are you going to say he's going to be a game manager? One of the things which is touted about uh, Gardner Minshew, he's a mobile little threat. He is hard to tackle him. He is shifty. He will get away from you. He will get away from you with his feet and make plays. Now, he will fumble the ball, and this is where I take away from him because he had 13 fumbles last year, which that's a big number. Not Daniel Jones big, but that's still too big. He put on the ground too much because he was trying to prolong the play with his feet. He lost three fumbles, but looking at Gardner Minshew, he fumbled 13 times. Are you high? I didn't know. I'm just, okay, I didn't know. It only says three fumbles here. Hey, we'll put up the actual stats on the screen. I'm looking at pro football focus here, pro football reference. I got you. But Gardner Minshew, if he can learn, one, you can extend plays, but you need to actually do something once you extend those plays. You can't just run around to run around. If he can stop doing that, he will be an elite quarterback. His one issue, and it's a big issue, he plays for the worst team in football who is actively trying to tank and get the best quarterback prospect we've seen since Andrew Luck. And it's an unwinnable situation for him. Because if he wins, he's hated by the fans because they don't get Trevor Lawrence. But if he loses, he probably loses his starting job and gets shipped off somewhere or is relegated to a backup role. It is an unwinnable situation. That is what is stopping me from putting him higher up on my list. But he is my number two prospect out of the uh, sophomore quarterbacks. I love Gardner, watching Gardner Minshew play. He'll make you say, wow. And he is very capable of winning games. I mean, He's not on the garbage Both Daniel Jaguars. Jones and Kyler Murray average more yards of carry than Gardner Minshew. So he's not even the most athletic or he doesn't he's not the best runner not even close to the best runner out of all the quarterbacks here what do you, did you watch him play i'm not saying he can prolong plays i'm not saying he's running downfield he is a threat to do that but his strength is not getting sacked he is a slippery little guy at six foot one more slippery than Kyler Murray, I dare to say. And speaking of Kyler Murray, Isaiah, I got Kyler Murray as number two. He led... Po- you didn't. <laughs> you didn't put him at number one. <laughs> he led possibly the worst roster in the NFL to five wins. And when you look at their stats, they're not the most impressive. They're, I mean, they're impressive, but they're not as crazy as you think from a Rookie of the Year winner. 3,700 yards passing, 20 passing touchdowns, 12 picks... 544 yards rushing, four touchdowns, solid stats. And when you watch him play, he moves around the pocket and backfield like you need QBs nowadays. I think he's got a bright future. He's got good chemistry with his coach. Hopefully the Cardinals can actually build something around, continue to build something around him. They got DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, Hopefully he'll make a big leap in year two. (laughs) I am disgusted by you. You sickened me. <laughs> I know what you did here. <laughs> so, Kyler Murray is going to win a lot of football games over his career. 
He plays in an offense which is designed for him to win. He plays in an offense which is similar to a college-style offense where he can run around. There's play actions, there's screens, there's rollouts, which is the best offense for someone like him to play and someone who's got high mobility, someone who's capable of making plays when the play breaks down, <laughs> someone who is fast, which I think Kyler Murray had the highest 40 of any of these guys. Am I correct there? Or the lowest 40? However you want to look at <laughs> Yes, he had the best 40. I think. And now he's got DeAndre Hopkins. I don't see how you put Daniel Jones above him. He's a great player. He will make a Pro Bowl this year. He may even make a playoff run this year. And you put Daniel Penny. Danny Dimes is the GOAT. He's the GOAT. He's got a small fumbling problem, but this is fixable compared... 18 fumbles. Only 11 loss, but this is compared compared to an (laughs) interception problem... It is not as bad. It is much more fixable to teach someone how to hold on to the ball. Maybe he starts wearing an extra glove. Maybe that'll help him out. 12 interceptions, by in the way. In three less games than Kyler Murray, he scored more touchdowns. He scored 26 touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, 24 passing touchdowns, two to one touchdown to intercept, passing touchdown to touchdown ratio. He averaged more yards per carry than any other uh, rookie quarterback. He's got straight line speed. At one point in the season, I think it was, I don't know if it stuck throughout, but he recorded the fastest on-field speed out of any quarterbacks in the NFL, including Lamar Jackson. Is that the same thing as Tom Brady recording the fastest speed for a week going 17 miles an hour? I don't. Because that feels like the same thing. (laughs) It is not the same thing because Daniel Jones runs somewhat often. He had decent rushing stats last year. He had 279 yards rushing and two touchdowns with a long of 26. So the man, he can get out of the pocket and run down the field. Last year, he was missing Saquon Barkley against the Vikings and the Patriots. Uh, Two playoff teams. Evan Ingram only played six games all season. He was missing Sterling Shepard for five games. When he first came in, he came in and slaughtered the Jets, I think it was. Jets or Redskins, one of those two. It was the Buccaneers, I believe. Whoever it was, he came in first game in the NFL and slaughtered them. Now, they didn't have the best record. They didn't win that many games. But Daniel Jones balled out all year, and the hate on him needs to stop. You take out the Patriots game, which every quarterback failed against. He threw a touchdown that game, but and he threw three interceptions. If you take that game out, which was the best <laughs> defense in the NFL, his season looks that much better. Not named the 49ers. Not named the 49ers. Yeah, but they, I don't, they didn't play the 49ers. So. The heresy. The treasonous words being said against the great game of football pains my soul. You don't watch football if Daniel, you think Jones Daniel Jones is not goes honest. into the locker room before every game and at the half and puts his right hand in a big old barrel of Vaseline. Says this is gonna help me throw it deep. This is gonna help me win games. And then he puts the ball on the ground more than one time a game. Turnovers are the one thing which spell doom to quarterbacks. And Daniel Jones had more than everybody else we've talked about. You also had more touchdowns and than everyone else. And you're going to say, "Oh, Brett Favre had so many he had so many turnovers." Peyton Manning. You know, else had a whole bunch of touchdowns and a whole bunch of turnovers. David Carr. That's right. I'm invoking the older Carr to compare to Daniel Jones. I wish the best for him. I hope he puts a glove on his right hand and stops turning the ball over. But the hype from the Giants fans about a machine like him who will not let you win games, will lose you games with his problems is ridiculous. Wait, wait, did you just say David Carr scored a lot of touchdowns?
Let me look up David Carr's rookie, rookie stats. stats. I got it in front of me because I knew this had to be wrong. Nine passing touchdowns, 15 interceptions. You really think that's comparable to 24 passing touchdowns and 12 interceptions? Where is that in the same ballpark? Ah, simple. He had three rushing touchdowns. <laughs> so, so, so 12 is comparable to 26. In defense of that take, in defense of that take, David Carr, this is a side note. We love doing that. He literally had the worst offensive line ever. Look at how many times that man suffered at the hands of his offensive line that year. I believe he still holds the record. Yes, 76 sacks. Good God. <laughs> hey, he won a ring with the Giants. So He did win a ring with the Giants. In a, was he the third string that Second year? String, he's a backup. I thought the hefty lefty no, was the, the backup. the hefty lefty was a backup in 2007. Uh, maybe we'll make a video about the hefty lefty one day. One day. One day when we're really Anywhere. bored. Anywho. That has been our quarterback rankings. Jones is the GOAT. Let us know what you think down in the comments below. Do not encourage this lunacy which my co-host is spouting. And we will see you next week.